Hallelujah. I give honor to your pastor, his family, um, all of you leaders, all of you ministers, and the people of God, the family of God. I'm thankful to be here today. Give honor to them. Psalm 34, verse 1. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I felt very strongly the last couple of days that there is a restoration available in this house this morning. Hallelujah. Specifically that. Other things as well, but specifically restoration. I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. I want to preach for just a moment this morning on this subject in spite of the circumstance. In spite of the circumstance. Could you lift your hands in a posture of expectancy and faith and pray that God, hallelujah, you would receive his word today? God, we thank you, Jesus, for your goodness. We thank you for your grace, for your mercy, God. We thank you for your word, God. We've come to praise you. We've come to lift you up. We've come to magnify you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I pray, God, all across this place, from the front to the back, God, that you would speak to our hearts and our minds, oh God. Hallelujah. Flow through me today, God. Speak through me today. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And everybody said amen. Amen. You can be seated if you're going to preach with the preacher today. Hallelujah. There is only one that is perfect. And that one is Jesus Christ. No one is perfect in this room today. Can I get some real people in the room to say we all have hurts and hang-ups and things that are not perfect in our lives. But this is why we gather in this place this morning. Because when I connect with the one who is perfect, that's what we've been doing, then he makes me better. He helps me with my imperfections because the goal is not to bring Jesus down to my level, but the goal is for me to become more like Jesus with each passing day. I'm not trying to bring him down to my level to live in the mess with me, but I'm lifting up my hand and I'm grabbing a hold of his hand and saying, God, lift me up out of this. Hallelujah. Still imperfect, still imperfect, but better. Not quite there, but striving better. I'm better than I was yesterday. I'm better than I was last year because of Jesus, because I'm allowing God to work in my life. No matter who hurts you, no matter the opportunities you may have missed, what situations seem to be beyond your control, no matter what season of life you're in right now, no matter why circumstances you find yourself in exist, Jesus can restore that which is lifeless and broken in your life. He's still transforming. He's still healing. He's still saving. He's still breaking chains. He's still delivering. Hallelujah. That's the God we serve. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is what Jesus does. Jesus will change your life. And every time Jesus changes your life or changes something in your life, it's always for the better. It's always for your good. There is an old hymn that I was reminded of. It says, Jesus 
breaks every fetter. Nowadays, we would sing it like this. There is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain. Every chain. And if we want the chains to be broken, if we want certain issues to be fixed, if we want to be totally and completely free, we must understand that God cannot heal what we try to hide. God can't heal what we try and act like doesn't exist. God can't fix what we want to extend to Him and surrender to Him. Oh, but if we could just open up to Him this morning. Say, God, I know. I don't know how this is going to... I don't know what's going to happen with this. I don't know how it's going to be fixed. But I'm surrendering it to you. I'm giving it to you today. I'm placing it in your hands. Again. Hallelujah. The main problem is we don't always give our problems to God. When he's the one who can help us. He's the one who can heal us. He's the one who can transform us. Jesus told that man in the Bible with the withered hand to stretch out your hand. And the Bible says that he stretched it out and his hand was restored. The miracle didn't come until he extended his problem towards the Lord just as he was instructed to do. And if you have a problem today, despite your best efforts, you cannot fix in spite of what that problem is or how long is it affected you or how long it's affected those around you, in spite of those who have told you it will never get better, in spite of the lies from the enemy that keep whispering in your ear that you're crazy to even keep trying, in spite of all the resistance, if you will extend that problem to God this morning, I know he's able to fix it. Stretch forth that hand. Stretch forth that problem. He's able to fix it. We do not know how long this man in the Bible had this withered hand. We don't know if he was born with it or if something external had caused it. We don't know how many times he had tried to go to a physician to possibly get it fixed. But when he stretched it out towards Jesus, that withered hand became healthy like the other. What you extend to Jesus will always be better than it was before. Whatever it is that is not right in your life, in spite of how many times you may feel like you've tried it in the past, I want to encourage you today to give it to Jesus. He's able to make it healthy and whole. He's able to restore it. He's able to make the difference in your life. Hallelujah. Someone needs to believe today that I'm coming out of this mess I'm in. Today I'm giving it completely to God. And tomorrow, if it doesn't seem like it's changed, guess what? I'm placing it right back in his hands again. And the next day, and the next week, and the next year if I have to. Because I know that only Jesus can fix it in my life. Hallelujah. Here's the issue that we face when God doesn't fix it like we want him to. You see, we want that microwave fix, anybody other than me. We want God to just put it in the microwave, beep, beep, three minutes, we're done. And when that doesn't happen, 
many times, we pick that same problem right back up where we laid it down and try to start dealing with it and fixing it ourselves, which only leads to more frustration and discouragement in our lives. Jesus knows what is best for you. And when you give him every problem, when you give him every hurt, every habit, every hang up, hallelujah, and you trust him to help you, he does help you. And you're much better off than you were when you tried to handle it yourself, hallelujah. Because he works all things for our good. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 42, verses 5 through 7, it says, Thus says God the Lord, who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread forth the earth and that which comes from it, who gives breath to the people on it and spirit to those who walk on it. I, the Lord, have called you in righteousness, and I will hold your hand. Oh, hallelujah. I will keep you and give you as a covenant to the people, as a light to the Gentiles, to open blind eyes, to bring out prisoners from the prison, to those who sit in darkness from the prison house. God made everything. He knows all things, and he has all power. In the beginning, God, and this great God, who created all things. He tells us in Isaiah that he will be connected with us. Hallelujah. His word says he's called us and he'll hold our hands. And the word says he will keep us. Hallelujah. And when we are connected to the creator, the word says then because of our connection with him, the Bible says blind eyes will be open. Captives will be set free. And those who are bound in dark and isolated places, they're going to be released from the chains. Hallelujah. What's broken is going to be restored. He who the Son has set free is free indeed. Somebody needs to believe that in the house today. Hallelujah. If Jesus has set you free, you're free. Hallelujah. You're free. You've got liberty to praise. You've got liberty to do what God's called you to do. You're free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. When we're connected to him, the Bible says we become a beacon of light, shining the way to those who are lost in darkness. We must be connecting people to Jesus Christ. We connect with others so that we can show others how to connect with Jesus Christ. The end goal is not just to connect them with us, but the end goal is to connect them with Jesus. Not just a church, not just another program, not just more people. That's why we were in here praying and, and the Lord was ministering to people because this church, hallelujah, praise God, is about connecting people with Jesus, getting people into the presence of the Lord, hallelujah. I applaud you for that. Keep doing it. Don't stop, hallelujah, in Jesus' name. Not just a church, not just another program, but people must be connected with the only living God. If people can't come to church and connect with Jesus, then guess what? We better change some things so people, when they get here, they can connect, hallelujah, to Jesus 
Christ. I can't save anybody. I can't heal anybody. I can't break any chains. But let me introduce you to Jesus. Jesus is able to do, hallelujah, what we cannot do. Therefore, people must be connected to him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is reiterated in Isaiah 61. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. This is what Jesus came to do. And it is still his will that the brokenhearted are healed, that captives are released and set free, and that prison doors are open. Hallelujah. In Isaiah, we understand in the word that Isaiah was prophesying about a day when Messiah would come and he would save us, he would heal us, he would restore us and deliver us. But long before that manger in Bethlehem, in the book of Daniel, we get a preview of what Jesus is able to do. Many of you in this place, you know the story. Three captives of the Babylonian Empire. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They didn't choose to be where they were and would have rather been any other place most likely, but they had no choice in the matter. Why? Because they were captives. They were not free, but even as captives, in spite of their captivity, they still had a choice of who they were going to worship. The command of these captives was to bow and worship the image that the king had constructed. And the punishment for refusing to obey the king's orders would be death by fiery furnace. But in spite of the king's command, and in spite of what the punishment would be for ignoring the king's command, in spite of their circumstance, in spite of how convenient it would have been to just go ahead and bow in the moment, these young men were not going to bow. In spite of their circumstance, they were not going to let what was happening around them decrease the level of their faith in the one true God. And church, I want to remind us in this place today that we must be able to stand against the face of adversity, in the face of critics, in the face of skeptics, in the face of unbelief and doubt, and declare as Joshua did, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Hallelujah. You can do what you want to. You can believe what you want to. But as for me and my home, we're serving the Lord. We're not going to bow. We're not going to bow. Can you lift your hands and your voices all across this place and just give God praise? Hallelujah. Yes, 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 Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm not bowing to the pressure. I'm not giving in. Hallelujah. I may be going through the fire. I may be feeling some of the heat, but I will not bow. Hallelujah. It may even be getting hotter, but no matter how hot it gets, I'm not going to bow. No matter what, I'm going to serve the Lord. I'm going to trust Him. I'm going to praise Him. I'm going to worship Him because He's worthy. Hallelujah. He's worthy of my all. Hallelujah. All my praise. All my worship. Everything I have. He's worthy of it.
I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praise shall continually be in my mouth. I'm no longer going to be glorifying this problem. No matter how bad it gets, I'm not going to focus on the mountain. But I'm either going to see the mountain disappear or God's going to help me climb it. Either way, with the help of Jesus, I'm coming out of this. I believe he's restoring it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And when these three young men chose not to bow, they were bound up, thrown in the fire. But then Daniel 3, 24, an astonished king turned around and said, Did we not cast three into the fire? And when they answered yes, the king's response was, We threw three in, but I see four. Hallelujah. They're all up walking around unbound, unharmed, in the middle of those raging flames. And there's something different I see about the fourth one. Hallelujah, there's something different about that fourth in the fire. You see, when we choose to remain faithful to him in spite of what is going on in our lives, and no matter what we may have to face, as a result of our faithfulness, he will bring us through. I'm not bowing because I know my God is able to keep me from being harmed by the flames. I may have to be in the flames, but I don't have to be harmed by the flames. Hallelujah. I believe God would have me remind some faithful people in this house today. You've been going through some things. You've been facing some of the toughest chapters of your life. You have more questions than answers. You don't understand it all. It's been painful. It's been tough. It's been hard. But through it all, you've remained faithful. You stayed dedicated. You stayed committed. And I believe that God would have me remind you today that he has seen your faithfulness. He's seen it all. He's been with you through it all. And he is still with you. He hasn't left you. He hasn't forsaken you. You may be in the fire, but God's in that fire with you. Hallelujah. And you're going to make it through. You're coming out of this. I'm speaking to somebody in this house today. You're going to make it through it. You're going you're to make it through. You're going to endure. Hallelujah. God's doing it. Put it in his hands today. Give it to him today. Job said he knows the way I take. And when he has tried me, I shall come forth as gold. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When we remain faithful to him, no matter what life throws our way, he will lead us. He will bring us through every single time. He has already overcome the world. In this world, you will have tribulation. You're going to face some things. There's going to be some adversity. But be of good cheer. Don't hold your head down in discouragement, dismay, anxiety, or fear, but square your shoulders back. Put a smile on your face because he said, be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He created you to be more than a conqueror. Hallelujah. An overcomer. Hallelujah. I praise you, Jesus. Help us, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The enemy tries to convince us that God doesn't care. That God isn't concerned about what we're facing. God, it is, he tries to convince us that God isn't even involved in what you're dealing with. But I came to remind someone in the house today, 
no matter what the enemy tries to convince you of, we have a promise that if we are serving the Lord, the word says no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whatever the weapon is, it shall not prosper. Hallelujah. It may be formed. It may try to prosper. But if you keep serving the Lord, if you keep praising and worshiping and praying, the weapon will not prosper. Somebody say amen. Jesus wants you to be convinced today that he knows where you are. He knows what you're facing. He's able to set you completely free. He's able to keep you and direct you in spite of what you're facing. There is no giant that is too large for our God. There is no infirmity that's a match for his healing virtue. This is why he came, to free us from impossible situations, to save us, shine light on the darkest of circumstances. There is no spirit of infirmity that can withstand the authority of his word and the power in his name. There is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain. Hallelujah. 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 Therefore, I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praise shall continually, continually continually be in my mouth. I will, I will, I will. I'll make the choice today. I will bless the Lord at all times in the face of whatever I'm facing. Hallelujah. In spite of what I'm dealing with, in spite of what I'm going through, I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Hallelujah. In spite of what we're going through even now, no matter what we may face tomorrow, next week, or 10 years from now, I'm here to remind someone that Jesus Christ is still the answer. I just have to make sure that I'm connected to him. I have to make sure that I stay connected to him. There is no longevity of a problem that limits his ability to solve it. In spite of how long you've been in a specific place, emotionally, financially, physically, or the why that caused it, Jesus can release you from those chains in an instant. Hallelujah. Freedom is found when we learn to keep praising God despite what we're facing, in spite of what we're going through. I'm going to keep praising Him. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I have watched good people slowly slip away from God when they have faced dark chapters in their lives. People who once were committed, dedicated, people who were even leaders and ministers, in the church, some of which I esteemed highly. But when they faced those dark chapters, they slowly faded away and they turned their backs on God. And to this day, many of them, their lives and their families are an absolute mess because they walked away from the only one who could solve the problem. Hallelujah. Several years ago, 
to be completely transparent with you today. I felt led to do this. I haven't shared this with anybody. Only my wife knows. Several years ago, I was so discouraged, so depressed, Pastor Cox. I could barely even get up in the morning. I couldn't even sleep at night. In fact, my my beautiful wife who's here with me today, she would read the word of God at night just so I could get a little bit of sleep because I was so tormented, lies from the enemy, so tormented, depressed, discouraged. But I knew even in that moment, hallelujah, in fact, it got so bad where I thought to myself, I think I'm going to have to check myself in to some place so I could get some help. Because, because nothing was working. It didn't seem like my wife knows. She knows the road we walked. It was, it was a mess. I didn't know what I was going to do. Could barely function at work. I could barely function. Could barely function. But I knew one thing. That I wasn't going to give up on God. That I was just, I, I didn't know why. I didn't know when it was going to end. I didn't know how it was going to end. But you know what? Sunday after Sunday. Wednesday after Wednesday, prayer meeting after prayer meeting, I would walk up to that altar and I would just say, God, I love you, Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praise shall continually be in my mouth. And I know the only way I made it through that is by continuing to give God praise and worship in spite of what I was facing. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I know what sleepless nights look like. I know what fear looks like. I know what anxiety looks like. And I'm here to tell someone today, lift up your hands in your fear, in your anxiety, in your moments of pain. Lift up your hands and give Him praise. You're worthy, Jesus. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Hallelujah. Chains are broken when we choose to keep praising in the midst of the darkness we may be facing. In spite of the circumstance, I'm going to bless the Lord at all times. I'm going to praise Him continually. You may not see it right now, but when you start praising in your dilemma... When you start praising in the darkness, hallelujah, he shows up. And what seemed impossible now seems possible. You're getting better. He's restoring some things because you kept walking with God. You kept praising. You kept trusting him. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands and lift up your voices and give God praise right now. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I can't make it without you, God. Restore, 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 restore. I believe there's restoration here. Hallelujah. I believe there's restoration for someone here today. Hallelujah. Keep praising. Keep trusting. Keep walking. Keep believing. Jesus. Hallelujah. Somebody shout his name right now. Shout his name. Jesus. Hallelujah. For every lie, the enemy has convinced somebody here that they will never amount to anything because of their past or opportunities that they let slip through their fingers. And the enemy of your soul would tell you that you might as well just accept things as they are. 
you're never going to get better. You'll never have true joy and peace. You'll never see that promise fulfilled. These are lies from the enemy of your soul. The word of God says this of the devil. It says he was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own. It's his native language. For he is a liar and the father of it. The Bible also says that he cometh not but for to steal, kill, and destroy. And the way that he is able to steal, kill, and destroy is through his lies. And if he can get us to believe a lie over the truth of God's word, this is the only way he's successful. So when the enemy says you'll never get better, it's time for you to start declaring, I am going to be better. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know Pastor Cox preaches this, but I felt strongly to remind you today, if the devil tells you anything, you need to be declaring the opposite of that. Hallelujah. He says you'll never have peace. He says you'll never have joy. It's time to start declaring, I will have peace. I will have joy in every circumstance because I'm a child of God. Hallelujah. When the enemy says you'll never be free, declare that he who the Son has set free is free indeed. Chains are breaking. Hallelujah. I believe it. Restoration is here. I will choose to bless the Lord at all times. And his praise shall continually be in my mouth. We are his people. We are the sheep of his pasture. We belong to Jesus. I'm part of his kingdom. And Jesus is here today to set you free from anything that binds, limits, hinders, or holds you back. He is here today to restore some things that you might have lost in spite of your circumstance, keep on praying. In spite of what you're facing, keep on praising. I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praise is going to continually be in my mouth. In spite of the pain, in spite of the sickness, in spite of the emotional and mental battle you may be in, keep declaring that he is your healer. He is your deliverer. He is the chain breaker. Hallelujah. He's the way maker. What the enemy meant for evil, God's about to turn it around for good. Hallelujah. I agree with that today. Isaiah 43, verses 1 through 2, it says, But now thus saith the Lord who created you, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. Hallelujah. 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 If you believe it, shout amen. amen. Hallelujah. In 1 Samuel 30, verses 6 through 8, and if we could all stand today. David and his men, they returned from Ziklag to find it burning and the women and children taken captive by the enemy. 1 Samuel chapter 30, getting at verse 6, it says, And David was greatly distressed, for the people spake of stoning him, 
because the soul of all the people was grieved. Every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. And David said to Abiathar the priest, Ahimelech's son, I pray thee, bring me hither the ephod. And Abiathar brought thither the ephod to David. And David inquired at the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And the Lord answered and said, Pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them, and without fail recover all. Hallelujah. If David would have never learned to encourage himself in the Lord, he never would have got the word to pursue. Hallelujah. Right now in this place today, I don't know many of you, but I know in this place today, there are some things in lives, in families, in homes that need restored. And what you've tried to do on your own has not worked. But God is here today, and I believe restoration is here today. And I wish you would step out from where you are and make up your mind today that you will bless the Lord at all times. And His praise is going to continually be in your mouth. Oh, come on, there's restoration available. What you need is found right here. Come on, lift up your hands. Lift up your voices. Come on, declare restoration over that thing that seems dead, that seems lifeless, that seems broken in your life. Hallelujah. Come on, church, lift up your voices. I will bless the Lord at all times. God, every situation, every home, every family, God. Hallelujah. Let there be restoration right now. Hallelujah. God, we believe that you're bringing the prodigals home. Give up north. Give up south. Give up east. Give up west. Bring your sons and daughters home, oh God. Hallelujah.